Welcome to the final hour. My name is The Archivist, and thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. As always, you can donate for the station on the website. There's a link to our PayPal. Support us, come through to our comedy showcases, another great way to support the station. So we can get fun music like Old Soul Radio and my show right here. Um, tonight, the final hour, got a special guest in the house, got my real life brother, Pete. What's up, man? Uh, not much, just here to listen to some good music and have a good time. Fuck yeah, dude. What do you have in Thanks store for tonight? Thanks Well, it's been a, a minute since I played some rock on the show and I kind of always wanted to, you know, like listening to like actual like radio, like rock stations, they always be playing the same songs over and over again. You hear the same, you know, Led Zeppelin and the same Black Sabbath songs. And I want to just, you know, be able to play, you know, the best rock life, regardless of having to play the same Put, put songs some, they keep playing over and over again. Play some authentic stuff and not some like dad rock, right? There's a place, time and place for dad rock too. But like but, not twenty four seven, you know, all the time. I can every I, once. I don't need to hear "Back in Black" by ACDC yet again. But I, I'd be cool with never hearing like shit like that again. I'm with you. I think so tonight, cool. we're gonna be going all over the map. We'll play some psychedelic shit. We'll play some stoner metal play some grindcore it's gonna be fun um first up i'm gonna play this band from san francisco cfm it's got ty seagal on drums it's been really fun check them out
That was uh, Reverend Horton Heat with Marijuana. And uh, before that, we heard some Jesus Lizard. That track was Rodeo and Juliet. Then I played some Municipal Waste. That was uh, Slime Punishment. A classic. Did you get to go to that Municipal Waste show? No, but I wish oh, I did. Man. Yeah. So, like... Tell me about it. Last year... Um, Adult Swim actually put on this show. Mr. Pickles. For yeah, it was like a because there's a release party it was like a for promo the... show for the Mr. Pickles, mm-hmm. and you got some tickets. But I can't and, make uh, it, unfortunately. Yeah, thank you for letting us get in because that show was so much fun. Exodus and Municipal Waste, um, and it, it was insane. Like. The pits there were hell intense, walls death all over, but hella fun. Like municipal ways, especially, I really love. I mean, they're just like a real, fun. like a classic, like hardcore metal band. Like they're just like they're, they're perfect fun, like speed thrash metal, and just like but they're good of- fun, fast shit, and that's like what they do so well. Exactly, and that's super fun to see. Um, what's, uh, some other shit you've been listening to? Um, I've been listening to some, uh, Mars Volta. I've been listening to a little bit at the drive-in recently. Oh yeah. Great bands. Um, and I was actually thinking about playing some Mars Volta earlier. This track is one of my favorite tracks by them. Tetragrammaton. And, uh. Well, what, what can you say about seeing at the drive-in? Like I've seen Mars Volta, and they were amazing. I mean, it in was their like, way. Like seeing like a a legend like living, like you know, they had the same energy as like like Iron Maiden or Slayer. Even they were just like they knew what they were doing, and they were just in it to win it. Nice. Well, let's uh, get into this epic from Mars Volta. This is off the. Amputecture album from about 2006, good year, and uh, yeah, stay tuned. This is the final hour. Thanks for for listening.
Welcome back to the final hour. Man, that show is epic. For real. Just a whole other level of kind of visionary, hard rock and roll. Like, I don't even know what kind of genre to put that in. Honestly, I kind of feel like it deserves a place of its own. Yeah, it's it's some good progressive rock with some amazing guitar work. I mean, and he- the vocals and lyrics, too. Like, the lyrics are really crazy for, like... <clears throat> all of Mars Volta shit like so yeah Cedric Bixler is an amazing uh, lyricist and they have the amazing thing about writing in very like vague terms but I feel like it ha- communicates kind of universal ideals um, I mean especially with the Bedlam and Goliath album but like I feel like throughout all of their music even at the drive-in and Straddle on the Atom Bomb um, they just really him and uh, Omar Rodriguez Lopez, they have this like great partnership. They have end up this project that sounds raw and almost like if they like it sounds like they're just masters and they just improvised the whole song, right? This is kind of like. But also, but also they like, have definitely written now too, like the different movements. Oh no, for sure, no, which is crazy, right? That yeah. they spend all this time and they refine it so hard, but they end up with this kind of brilliant, like beautiful, mad insanity, and it's like this this whole I don't know. And then they do some shit like Anti-Mask, which uh, is still waiting on that album with Travis Barker, if that ever comes out. I mean, the the few things I've heard from it um, were amazing. I think they released one single from that already. From the Travis Barker album? I think so. Oh, okay. But, I mean, just all their projects, I feel like they just end up with a really unique sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely definitely one of my top, top three favorite, favorite bands of all time. Nice. Um, I want to talk about another band that we saw last year, actually. Just one of my favorite um, bands, Slayer. Oh, yeah. The We saw them in San Jose as part of their so-called final, final tour. tour. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if that pans out to be their final tour. They're going on their last dates um, in November or September, I believe. But the show we saw was pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, Especially their set, I loved. Well, they were just so, again, they just rocked as if they were 20. And they were just went hardcore. Um, honestly, I was a little disappointed in the crowd, if anything. Like, they just didn't wall of death or anything, like, super hard. But, like, the the music was amazing. It was just life-changing. Just, like, how powerful and brutal they are to this day. Honestly, like, I think that, like, they'll never have, like, a final tour. I think they'll they'll, 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 they'll stop touring when, like, three of the members are dead. Well, like, there are already only two of the original members left. The original drummer is not a part of the band anymore either. So I, I think it's, like, they're really about to wrap it up. They've been around on time. The original guitar player, Kerry King, passed away. And... Uh, They've been holding down, but... But I think the true artists, like, never stop making music. They might stop touring, but they'll still probably put albums out. Like, or used to like, uh, be a part of other projects. Like, I don't know, personally speaking. We'll see. We'll I hope see. so. But definitely, I think, if you look at metal music from today and what they put out, they might be, like, really the most influential metal band, like, of all time, of I think. No, I completely agree. <clears throat> like, th- they brought it to a harder level that before them had never been done before. And you can trace, like, all death and, like, grindcore and, like, all the extreme metal shit 
back to Slayer, I believe. Oh, I completely agree. All the all the music that sounds like if people listen to it, the Steel Toe Boots, who might kick your face in, like that, they all come from Slayer. Like it's this kind yeah. of like honest um, anger and brutality and just upsetness with the world and just kind of want to do something about it. Well, let's play. I'm gonna play one of my favorite songs by them. This is off the Christ Illusion album. Also back in 2006, this track is called Cult and just classic Slayer lyrics, their tirade against religion and Christianity and the brutality of religion. So enjoy. Keep it locked here at the final hour.
Welcome back to the final hour. Thanks so much for listening. Um, we're just having fun here, rocking out. Hope you're enjoying the tunes we're p- picking as well. That last track was Orion by Metallica off the Master of Puppets album. Classic album. But you think Ride Lightning is slightly better? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think it has a more... Um... A more raw sound. I feel the just has a more expressiveness to it. I feel than like uh, Master of Puppets. I feel Master of Puppets is, is a legendary album. I think it is like it's the album I've listened to more, and like the album that I grew up listening to. I learned to play a lot of songs out on that album, but I just feel that like I don't know. I re- got into Metallica a couple of years. Like I put down for a couple of years. I was like kind of like eh. I mean I've listened to all the albums, and then after I wasn't really excited after Load and Reload. I was just like chilling off of that for a while i don't know i just really got back into that through that one album nice yeah there's some good like sentimental tracks like fade of black yeah and for whom the bell tolls that kick ass but um yeah i I still fuck with master at the end of the day just has those epic riffs exactly love them riffs um what's um What's like one of the best shows you've seen, like of a band that just like totally like blew you away, like in their performance and like oh, stage presence? Just like what's um, like one that stands out to you? I mean, I would say at the drive-in, but I feel like the the one that really changed um, how I enjoyed, it really got me into going to concerts was when we saw um, the Outside Lands concert. The it was a festival. Um, we saw the Dead Weather live, and they had just put out their first album, and just that whole performance was just enchanting. Just the, I forget what her name is, but their their lead singer was just um, Allison Mossart. She's just the most amazing stage presence. Like even Jack White was just like backing off from like giving her center stage, and they were just new and raw and kind of like all masters in their art, and they're sort of having a good time. Like yeah, it was sick because it was like. The first band that Jack White was in where he wasn't the front man. Mm-hmm. And while I had these like other players that like Dean Fertitta from Queens of Sandage and then LJ on bass from Raconteurs and shit. Um but together they were like still kinda unknown and they yeah, they had that like that hunger in them that was like hella raw. I agree. That that show was amazing. Well, yeah. Do you know how Allison got uh, to be the lead singer for the band? How? So they were um, her band, The Kills, was on tour at the Rack and Tours, um, and Jack White uh, fucked up his voice um, and couldn't sing. And the and she was just like, "Hey, Jack was like, hey, Allison, do you know my songs?" And she was like, "Hell yeah, I do." And so she got up and did his set for him. That's and they're like, "Yeah, you sang really good. Like you fit those really well." And then like when he was putting together that new project, he was just like, "You seem great for this." And I think, I don't know, the whole, again, like, the, the album itself, I think, is, like, very, like, honest and kind of visionary. They're kind of, like, kind of, the, the, there's this dark macrobness to it. There's kind of, like, a lot of dark imagery, but the kind of, like, sinister joy to it as well. And Hell kind of, yeah. And I don't know. I just, Jack White is really good at that. That kind of, like, although I think he's better when he's part of an ensemble than versus his solo stuff. Maybe. I, I agree. I'm not so crazy about his solo stuff there it's interesting it's interesting but i think that he like he's a really good collaborator but the white stripes also is like basically him and i like 
all that shit. But, but Raconteurs and Dead Weather. I think the White Stripes is different because like that was again like musicians like first like their early albums or their early projects tends to have like a raw, like a rawness to it and an originality that's hard to capture like once they're more later in their stages. It's hard to get back to that. And I think the White Stripes is very like experimental in of itself. And it was like very reflective of the relationship he was having with his wife and kind of this kind of like duality, unity, but also kind of like contrast thing going on. It was it's it's fascinating. Well, let's get into some dead weather now. This is one of my favorite tracks off their debut album, Whorehound. This one's called Bone House. Thanks for listening to the final hour.
with Reignition off the Eye Against Eye album. Before that, heard some new Judas Priest from their 2018 album Firepower. That track was Lightning Strike. And you and I also saw Judas Priest last year with a Deep Purple 
What'd you think of their show? I gotta say, it was legendary. Like, I think like I'm overusing that word, but like, there's a couple artists that just like Iron Maiden and Slayer, where they just they sound just as good now as they did on their first album. And Rob, I and mean, like Rob Hadford still has the vocal range that he did when he was like 23. And it's just, I mean, Deep Purple was okay, but like, I'm I'm like I'm glad we stayed for the full set of Judas Priest at least. Like that was on a whole other level. Yeah. To me, they sounded just like on the albums, and the drums and the guitars hit hella hard, and they brought out the fucking Harleys on stage. Like, three times. Like, sick. Rob went off stage, came back with a different Harley. That's like, badass. Right? No, no, it was cool. <laughs> like, that's like that's so them. They're, just, they're still badass-wearing, motorcycle-riding, like, metal people, and they're still real good. Um like their new album like i haven't listened to it a whole lot but even just that one song that you listen to just now it just it still sounds just as angry and as upset as they did in their first album and like yeah it's they're, they're still making good original music which for most bands around 40 years is extremely rare like m- most bands are not if they're still around i don't think they're making as good music i was gonna say like the rolling stones <laughs> been out a long time but I, I don't even remember the last album of theirs i really cared about but have to check some shit out. <laughs> I guess so. Before that, I played some Queensrÿche. That was spreading the disease off the Operation Mindcrime album. Another one of our favorite and we were discuss- albums. And we're discussing it's probably our favorite concept album too. I think just in terms of not just of musical, um, like we're comparing it to Tommy in terms of like not just in terms of musicality but in storytelling too that from track to track you really feel like you're going through like almost like a movie oh yeah it has that dialogue and different sound effects that ties it all in together totally and just again it has like a very like honest storytelling from from in the first track to the last i honestly have cried listening to that album just like when he talks about there's the track sister mary on the album sweet sister mary which spoilers um if if you haven't listened to the album you should because it's just a great fucking story but like the the song's about um this dude having to kill like this lady he's in love with and like just how awful he feels for the revolution exactly right because she's a leak and she's a she's she's a possible flow of information so yeah very fascinating album still relevant to this day i think they're talking about like fighting fascism and corporate greed and like corruption in washington and yep. the album came out like 1988 yeah well now i want to get into one of my favorite styles of metal uh stoner metal and i mean i myself love to smoke weed and there's something about like stoner metal that hits you in a different kind of way just like the pure loudness of some of the bands it's kind of like the inverse of like thrash metal or like speed metal where it's just kind of it's meant for you to almost kind of like it's almost meditative right you're definitely like it's like you just zone out you feel the the rhythm in your chest yeah and you're just you're just swaying and like kind of bumping into the people in the crowd it's not quite moshing but it's like pre-moshing and you're just having like a chill time and just like i don't know if time slows down i don't know it's it's a whole well for this next band I'm about to play electric wizard I was lucky to see them live last year, actually, on my birthday. Oh, yeah? How was that? And that, honestly, was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Like, thankfully, I had earplugs Mm. because that shit was so loud. You could feel 
it in your chest like the guitars were just that heavy like your head was pounding just how loud it was that's crazy and like yeah like me and my friends like smoked super fat everybody was like hotboxing the warfield and they, 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 they just like played perfectly and also they had amazing um stage presence or well they had some crazy ass visuals they were actually hella satanic like oh. really like they had footage of uh anton Lavey. oh wow like like the doing shit. yeah and then other like there was some like kind of pornographic like shit going on and some shit and then it's like some dudes like some hell's angels like just like riding on the highway just like some stock footage of like hell's angels from like the 70s wow like it it was it was just mind-blowing and if you have the opportunity go see fucking electric wizard they will like knock you on your ass and uh this is one of my favorite tracks from them um takes a while to build up but when it when it gets there you'll understand what this shit's all about um yeah stay tuned thanks for listening this is the final hour Thank mm-hmm. you.
I don't even know what I'm doing here. Yeah, 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 yeah! A little girl walking down the streets Half a time, you gotta be with me Well, I know couldn't go the whole night without playing a song or two from my favorite rock and roll dude josh homme queens of stonage you know he has a very interesting like artistic perspective on crowd reaction where he has this idea that there's no when he he was coming up in the desert and he was playing like a lot of clubs a lot of no-name places and he decided it was better for the crowd to hate him for them to be bored and he's better. He wanted to be booed rather than not have a reaction. Like that was a better thing for people to have this kind of like, even if it's just like to hate them. At least they'd better a chance of remembering them. Yeah, it was interesting hearing him say that. What are you saying right now? Um, it must have been wild going to those shows. And like, they, there was no like, no one got paid for doing those shows. So everybody was like, really trying their best to just play hard. Well, I, and that's like that kind of environment promotes like a certain kind of honesty because right there's they just they just have to be good yeah right and the um but like i I agree with josh that the the purpose of art right the best idea for art is to get a reaction even if like a bad one like there's like like my favorite painting is like a hideous awful disgusting painting the painting of dorian gray the chicago art institute i'm not yeah. sure if you were there when we saw that but um i think like in in music can be the same way i think sometimes like jarring music like uh Mars Volta or um, some more like, extreme forms of alt rock or weirder forms of metal um, that are supposed to be jarring and upsetting and that's kind of like the inherent like nicety of it well yeah I want to play another song from a different band that Josh is affiliated with Them Crooked Vultures which was a super group with him on guitar um, John Paul Jones on bass and Dave Grawl on drums and I really love this album a lot. It's just a great, like... It's a great group of people. They're all, like, amazing collaborators. They're all, like, willing to kind of take that step back, like, not have the show be about themselves. Yeah, and and both Dave and Josh just, like, kind of uh, really, like, 
let um john paul jones do his thing because he's the real legend like Mm -hmm. doing what he did with zeppelin and shit and he adds all these other cool sounds on this album in particular um is is really dope well that's that's the trouble with super groups i feel is that being able to like everybody has like this own history and they want to sound like themselves on the album but i feel like again like oyster has no good example of this where all the people like who are like all like amazing of themselves come together and, like let's have this like authentic project that from us as a group and like letting people speak for themselves and trying to have instead of trying to have the show beat them about themselves did you ever hear about the mtv reality show supergroup no so it was Ooh, during during the great era of reality tv uh-huh. same time as flavor of love and um you know that that era like mid 2000s but this was like this super group i think it was on vh1 not mtv okay vh1 also slightly similar. classier <laughs> not, not very but it, it was like a super group of like members from different bands so on okay. vocals they had sebastian bach they had um fucking ted nugent <laughs> his bitch ass um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax, um, the bass player from Biohazard, and uh, Jason Bonham, uh, John Bonham's son. Wow. And uh, that sounds like such. They just like have like a, a group of like fifty like names. And they put them in a hat and like let's just pull these out and just see what happens it was a random fucking bunch and like so wait, it was like, like a full season of this group or is it like a yeah no, no there was like a full season of them like trying to like make an album and like do a tour together so and did like they, did they make an album like they did they made some songs together it was like kind of shitty and just like well, yeah well ted nugent was involved like yeah he hasn't been good in like 30 years he's just like fucking petter assed like piece of shit dude anyways yeah um but that's every else like, in that sounded interesting except for him but like but i mean i mean it's a, it's a trouble right it's again it's that you really have to have good chemistry like um like even groups that became like like the wu-tang clan i think that's a good example of this where like they all become a lot of them became like big stars independently of the of the group but like still they had to come together and perform as a group like together authentically even though there's still a lot of drama about that behind the scenes and stuff sure but, like but again, the, the unity and collaboration would make for amazing songs. Yeah. Like the one we're about to listen to. Yeah. We're going to play the first track from the album. The only album they've put out. Hopefully, maybe they'll do another one. But The song is called No One Loves Me and Neither Do I. You're listening to The Final Hour, only here at Mutiny Radio.
Thanks so much for coming through this week, man. It's been fun. Yep, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, man. Come through anytime. Whenever um, there's rock and metal, I'll be there. And uh, whatever we got kicking up here at the final hour. Um, I know definitely one of my next uh, theme shows, I want to do a jazz show Ooh. coming up. But um, next week, I believe I will not be here. So I think I'll be back in two weeks. And um, yeah, we'll see what I decide to come up with for that show. But man, yeah, tonight has been a boss just playing some of my favorite rock and metal um got one last song for you here um this is another one of my favorite albums of all time uh loveless by my bloody valentine all the way back in 1991 this is the i'm gonna play the the first song the album only shallow and uh yeah just they, they changed the way like guitar was recorded from this album but uh yeah thanks so much for staying tuned to the final hour my name is the archivist Uh, my name is peter you can hit me up on tinder and on twitter (laughs) tinder twitter twinder twinder wherever wherever you want to find me you can you know where to do that that would be an crazy awful app if they made a combined you know Tinder, that there's Twitter. someone's thought about that someone's <laughs> thought about that just like i need to let everybody oh some there's some people who already do that but where can they find where can they find you on the the social media you can follow me on soundcloud at uh right now i think my profile name is 1991 nasty nate but uh gonna work on changing that up but uh Check there and check the podcast page from mutinyradio.fm that you're listening to right now. There's all the recordings of my past shows. You can stay tuned there. Um, Yeah. Thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. And we will see you soon. See you next time. (sighs) Whoa.